ready to get serious about working out at home, then continue listening because we are talking about how to create a basement home gym on a budget. It's super easy. It's not going to take a lot of time and it's not going to take a lot of money. So if you're ready to get serious about working out at home and you want to lose the postpartum pooch, then stick around because we're going to be talking about what you need today to create this basement home gym on a budget. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome to the Fit Postpartum Mom Podcast, where you will learn how to strengthen your body after pregnancy and finally get rid of the postpartum pooch in less time. Fitness can fit easily into your busy schedule. There's a simple way to navigate your postpartum journey, and I'm here to teach you how to do it without the chaos, overwhelm, and tears. If you are here for a little sweat, a whole lot of sleep, defined, tight, and toned muscles, and to live your life as a mom to the fullest, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Dr. Jenna, but you can call me Jenna, and I'm a physical therapist and a mom of four little girls who has cracked the code on how to strengthen your core postpartum in the easiest way possible without the stress, exhaustion, or struggle. I did it, and now I'm here to help you do the same. It's all about progress, not perfection, and I'm here to help walk you through the journey to feeling strong, confident, and energized. That energy comes from within, not your coffee. Let's roll out your yoga mat and hit the floor, girl. It's time to do this. Do you have friends who love to work out now that they are moms? Well, if not, then I want to invite you to join me and other moms who are so focused on fitness in our free Facebook community. This is a group of moms that love to work out or are needing some extra motivation to work out because they want to, but it's hard. It's hard as a mom, but we're here to support you. So if you need that support, if you need that motivation, or if you need a group of mom friends that just love fitness as much as you do, Come join us in the free Facebook community. Just check it out in the show notes below. All right, so if you read the title of the podcast episode today, we are talking about creating a basement home gym. But if you don't have a basement, maybe you live down south or you have a home that doesn't have a basement or you're in an apartment, you just need a small space to create this home gym. You don't need a lot of space in your house, so don't worry if space is an issue. We can still make this happen. Okay, so you have an unused space in your house. Let's walk around the house and figure out where this is going to be. Where in the basement? Where in your house? Can you have a corner? Just think about the area of a yoga mat, maybe a little bit bigger than a yoga mat because our arms are going to be, you know, stretched out. We're going to be jumping, moving, doing different things. So I definitely want some more room around the yoga mat area. Okay, so let's start with that. Next, let's talk about lighting because my basement was pretty dark. And when my basement was dark, I didn't want to work out in it. It just, you know, brought a lot of like gloom and doom to my workout. And I wanted it to be light and airy. I wanted to feel like I was outside. I want natural light and I don't have a lot of windows. Actually, I only have two small windows in my basement. So I needed some really good lighting down there to make it feel energized, right? So let's look at the lighting and see what kind of lighting do you have in your basement or in your workout space that you chose. Get some good natural light bulbs. (laughs) I don't know much about light bulbs, but I know there are light bulbs that can, you know, radiate the sunlight kind of feel. So look for light bulbs that give you that kind of brightness in your room. 
Next, I want you to clear the space of any kind of clutter. I want this to be a clean slate, okay? Blank slate. We don't want clutter. We don't want boxes on the floor. We don't want just random toys or anything like that. I want you to like mark off, even with blue painter's tape, the area that you want so that nothing else is in there except workout equipment because this is your space. This is supposed to be strictly focusing on working out. Now, I do like to keep you know, important things for my home gym like a journal, a pen, a calendar, those kinds of things. So if you feel like you need a desk to put uh, in your workout space, that would be a bonus. I wouldn't say it's required, but if you have enough space in your basement home gym or in your workout area, maybe have like a little table where you can put your calendar and your journal there. Um, so that would be like the only thing that is not typically, you know, workout equipment wise. Um, but everything else that we're going to have is definitely geared towards workout equipment. Next, I want you to figure out what is the square footage of your workout space. You might have a really big basement home gym. You might have a really tiny one. So depending on the size of your, you know, square footage of this space, I want you to, you know, know that size so that you can choose the correct flooring because I don't want you working out on a cement basement floor. I want you to have really good support in your basement home gym. And I will just tell you this, when we ordered the flooring that we got for our basement, um, nothing fancy. Let me just tell you that it wasn't fancy, but it was good quality and it was so worth it because I just know that my knees and my joints are going to be supported and you know, the shock absorption is going to be there. So let's measure out the space so that you can do some research and find really good flooring that's going to absorb the shock from jumping, plyometrics, any kind of, you know, workout that you might want to do. I want you to have a good floor. That would be like the one investment that I would want you to um, start with because later on you can always add more equipment in, but it's hard to buy the big equipment and then put the flooring in afterwards. So let's start with good flooring first. If you know that you don't have the money to invest in flooring, just stick with a yoga mat for now or buy maybe two yoga mats and lay out yoga mats on the floor. That's probably the the most cost-effective way of giving you yourself some good shock absorption. Um, but if you are looking for something really, really durable, we ended up going with mats that are used in horses' stables. Um, I can look for the link and link that in the description below. Um, but I bought it several, several years ago, and it's been a game changer. We just bought these mats and taped them up with a black duct tape and you know piece them together like a puzzle so it wasn't anything fancy we didn't have any professional install it we just bought these horse stable mats so they've been great and then we do lie our yoga mats on top of that for extra comfort the next part is going to be really fun i want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen and write down every piece of exercise equipment that you dream to have that you want to have Okay, so this list can be very, very long. This doesn't mean that you're going to get it all. I don't want you spending all this money buying it all. But what I want you to do next, out of this list, I want you to put stars next to the, the ones that are so important to you. And if you feel like this item on your list is a very, very important item that you want, put three stars. 
If it's something that's like in the middle of your wish list, like, oh, I really want it, but I can wait on this one, put two stars. And if it's something that's like, oh, you know, this would be nice, but I can wait two, three, maybe five years to get this one, just put one star. So we're gonna rank these. Three star is the one that you really, really want right now this year. Two stars, maybe you can get that in a year or two. And one star is something that you could wait maybe five years for. Because, you know, exercise equipment is a great, you know, thing to ask for for Christmas time. So it's a collection. Over time, you can get more and more equipment. But let's just get the things that you really, really need and the things that you're actually going to use. You know, a lot of people invest in exercise equipment and then it just sits there and gets very dusty. So what are you going to use? What are you going to enjoy using day after day, and then you're not going to get bored with it. So if you're going to get a treadmill, make sure you measure the space and you give yourself plenty of space around the treadmill. I would, this isn't, you know, accurate. I'm not, I'm not a professional in terms of like designing home gyms or anything like that. This is just from my own experience, but I would just recommend at least two to three feet around your treadmill for extra space when you are deciding on where it's going to go. I have my treadmill right up against one wall and then we have about two feet uh, of a perimeter around the other sides. So it's been comfortable. You know, we want enough space to get off and walk around it. All right, so let's also think about how are you going to store some of this equipment? Do you wanna get a shelf? Do you wanna get some kind of wall that has hooks and holes in it and pegs that you can sort of organize and arrange um, your equipment and hang it on different things? Do you need a basket maybe for your yoga mat? Um, Do you have a weight rack of some kind? So think about different things that you definitely want in your gym and leave space, leave empty space. Don't clutter your walls with, you know, posters or just random decorations. I would save as much wall space to hang your equipment up on so it's not all lying on the floor. You want to keep the floor empty so that you can work out on the floor and move around and have a lot of empty space for your workouts. That's more important than just cluttering the floor with equipment. Now, before you buy anything, why don't you take some time to sketch out this home gym on a piece of paper? Okay, so write out the measurements of, you know, if you're going to get that treadmill, write that down and write down the measurements of your yoga mat. And if you're going to put that desk in there or the bookshelf in there, measure it out and write it out and and sketch this out on a piece of paper to see what's the best layout for your home gym. So before making any purchases, write it all out on a piece of paper. And when it comes time to purchasing everything, first do a budget check. Write down the prices next to the things that you put three stars next to, and then tally that up and see what that comes to. Don't just go and buy it all, just buy what's in your budget. So next, let's decide what your budget is. If your budget is under $100, then you could probably only get a couple things and that's fine. Maybe your budget's $300. I'm not sure where your budget is, but Try to stick to it. Don't just go shopping and add a whole bunch of things to your Amazon cart. Make strategic choices that you know that you're going to start using right away with your home gym. Again, yoga mat, number one. I would also invest in a good set of dumbbells, depending on how strong you are. I, you know, range from 5, 10, 15 pounds in that area. And maybe get some increments. Like, I like having an eight pound dumbbell. That seems to be a really good fit for me when I'm getting fatigued 
I need to down, you know, decrease my dumbbell weight. I like to go to eight pounds. So see what you like. They also sell really inexpensive um, therabands or exercise bands of different resistances, and that doesn't take up a lot of space. So I love that. Um, one little splurge though that you wouldn't think I would include in my home gym, but is to me extremely important is having a fitness watch. I use the Apple um, watch that really does a, gr a lot of great things for tracking my fitness and my exercise, my calories, um, the time of my workouts. It makes really good graphs and I just like looking at that and at a weak glance. But no matter what, you can find an inexpensive fitness watch. I definitely love to have that just to track my heart rate as well. All right, and another thing that I have in my gym that I didn't mention were really nice mirrors. You can start with just a regular, you know, college upright mirror that probably costs $15. That's a great starting point. I had that for years. And then recently, in the past few years, we upgraded to really large, big mirrors that we installed on the walls that make it, um, you know, nice and big so I can see myself while I'm, you know, moving around doing different plyometrics, making sure I have good form. So that's another add-on. Again, things that you don't have to do right now, but you can add on later on in time. Now, something to keep in mind is having a home gym is not going to make you more fit. Just, just know that right now, but staying consistent with your workouts is what's going to make you more fit. So don't think that the more things you buy, the stronger you're going to look or feel. It's your consistency. It's your habits that are going to help you the most. So that's why I like having a little desk in the home gym so you can have your calendar out in the open with a bright red or pink marker to mark off the dates that you're working out so you can see it in front of you when you're exercising. So if you need help with consistency, I recommend going back to episode number seven. This one's so popular. It's six things you need to do in order to stay consistent and stick to your workouts. I would love for you to go back and listen to that one. And another good one, if you're not sure how to get started with your first postpartum workout, I have a great episode that Number two, it says, don't know where to start. Three important things to remember to stay motivated when starting your first postpartum workout. Those are great episodes to start with if you're not sure how to get started with your postpartum fitness journey. And remember, no matter what, to always live core strong. Did you learn something amazing today and feel like your mama friends would learn a lot too? You can have a huge impact on their lives and the lives of so many other moms by subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts so the fit postpartum mom message can spread all over the world. New moms don't need to struggle anymore. The answers are all right here waiting for them. So take 30 seconds to share it. Take a screenshot of this podcast, tag me on Instagram, and post it in your stories. But before you go, please head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a five-star written review so you can help grow the Strong Mom community. I'd love to have you and your mom friends there with me. And as a thank you for being here all the way to the end, I have something special for you. I'm giving you free access to my training on how to safely start postpartum ab exercises in less than two minutes a day. Watch right now at www.livecorestrong.com class. I can't wait to see you next time on the Fit Postpartum Mom Podcast.